Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Cowgill. The Mighty House team is back with our three... You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart 265, and Matt, oop, there you go, Robbie spinning, Smart 265, and Maggie Rad, that's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D, and wherever you're watching, you can click on the like button and subscribe, so you'll be notified when we hit the air. We are broadcasting worldwide and live, 7 to 10 every Saturday from uh, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also just do it the old-fashioned way. Give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And uh, Robbie's topic for this hour is uh, how do you get the youngsters involved into the building trades, and part of that is, is a... Uh, a, a story I posted up on the Facebook women. and Twitter is how do we get women involved yes. even more so? Yes. So, uh, for for men to get involved, it, okay, that's a normal transition, that, you know. But there, it, women may feel there's barriers to this to getting into the trades. And if there are, how do we get them past that? How do we get them involved in? Well, this we're also? not used to standing on the sidewalk and whistling at men, so we need to work <laughs> on that. <laughs> You can't do that. We anymore. need some, you know. Hey, you want some fries with that shake? It doesn't really work. Doesn't? No. Oh. And I can't whistle. That's it. I have one tone. Really? And it doesn't really work. <laughs> okay. So sometimes I just have to walk by and grab butts. Oh, I'm sure the firemen enjoy that. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Okay. Um, an analysis of the most recent 2017 American Community Survey reveals that the median age of construction workers is 42. Yeah. That's well, sounds about right. That, that means half yeah. are older and half are younger. Right. That's probably right. Um, uh, unfilled jobs in the construction sector have reached a post-recession high in March of 2019. It's a mm-hmm. huge problem right now in construction. Also, the median age of electricians right now is 55 years old. Okay. So there's a huge amount of people who are aging out of the industry. Um, the states with the oldest construction workers, Connecticut, Maine, New Hampshire, followed by Illinois. Really? Yes. Well, according to the Google machine, right. which, you know, is... Is always perfectly accurate. 100% right. facts. Yes. Yeah. So we thought that, um, as we've talked about before, we thought we would talk about how do we fix this? How do we get more young people into the trades? And the benefit of young people coming into the trades is big bucks, potentially. Oh, shoot. Yeah, because in 15, 20 years, all of those 
45, 55-somethings are going to be retiring? Who's going to be left to do the, do the job? Who's going to go out and fix Andrew's toilet when it breaks? Turlet. Andrew's going to have to learn how to do some stuff himself. <laughs> Andrew does a lot. Facts. I do do a lot, but I do need you to said do, do, do. do He do. said do yeah, do. He said do do. <laughs> oh, we are seriously? so mature. Yes. Oh yes, seriously. You seriously did. Go I, back and listen to you it. Said you do said do do. No, I'm not. I'm just you serious. Did. That's the joke? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was still funny. But it's oh, it's oh, hysterical. To us, it's it's a riot. <laughs> See, because we're older. I haven't made that joke since, like, second grade. Please. <laughs> um, let me give the number out really quick. 877-711-5611. If you are a young person interested in getting in the trades or you have thoughts, comments, questions about it. We have the newest member of the Mighty House team in studio with us. Um, his name is Alex, but he has a new name. Yeah, Spinner. Spinner. Yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, how old are you? I'm 24. And how did you get in? What do you do? But, see, do you but do? This, his story is going to be what you're going to hear, I think, for most young people that are coming into the trades. Go ahead. So for me, I ended up getting into the trades because my dad's in the trades. So okay, that makes sense. Um, I ended up getting a job through the same company he works for, DNR Services Unlimited, best company in the world. <laughs> and um, I, my, my thought on it is, young guys don't want to be in the trades because they all want to have a computer job, or just nowadays kids are lazy. That's <gasps> pretty much what it is. You Rich, can't... did you hear him? What? They're lazy? <laughs> you can't call out your whole generation like that. My generation, it's not that we're lazy for sorts, but physically things are going down. Kids don't want to do as much. I've even noticed kids don't want to play sports as much as they used to. So no, getting into want to work out their thumbs on video games. We got to have strong thumbs. Right. But for me, um, I played sports, and then I also like physical labor because, um, like, like Ron was saying, in a few, you know, 15, 20 years, there's not going to be guys for these things. And uh, it's pretty much going to be name your price. And, um, you know, physical labor, it, it's... I'll come it's, out of retirement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it. There's going to be guys out there in their 70s still trying to, you know, roof a house because that's that's all that, that that's all they, you know, they can do. Well, that, so. see, and it goes to that other side, like down here, I said, we are 95% Hispanic labor. Yeah. Uh, out of that, I don't know what percentage is truly legal. Uh huh. But you ain't getting little white boys coming out of Lele High School to come roof a house, and they're not cutting grass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you don't have any choice. That's why when you get this whole, it's crazy. How the world's old, a changing? The world's a changing. How young, I should say, is the youngest person at your company? Rich or rich? Me? Yeah. Um I mean, are there oh, any I mean, young people? Have, I mean, like, actually, with, we actually are paper contractors. We sub out everything. Okay. But, I mean, I get still office staff, and I mean, you know, in the 20s or right out of college or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the big thing is everybody wants to make a million bucks, like, instantly. Nobody wants to start at 15 bucks an hour and learn a trade and then work their way up. It's, no, I want 100 grand a year. Right now. now. Yeah. And like, no, mommy was, spoiled you or something. You needed a spanking. It don't work like that. And I was on a job yesterday. There were the, the painter, the painting crew was out there. I would say three of them were in their mid forties, and there was uh, one one 
uh, kid that was in his, probably in his 20s, and then there was a woman that was in her 20s there working. So that was a good representation of what's going on. I mean, most of the, mm-hmm. most of the, you know, the crews were 40 and older, and then there were just two. Luckily, there was a, a woman involved there. That I, I was Luckily, because somebody had to make sense of the whole thing and keep everybody <laughs> in line. Thank she, goodness, not she, luckily. Thank goodness. But she was up there on the ladder doing, just doing everything else and up on the roof, you know, and painting and doing the stuff and scraping. So um, I, I, was, I was glad to see that she was out there, you know. Um, and felt com- felt comfortable enough to be out there. So that's what we talk about more than anything is is not just having a body on a job because you know if I complain loud enough I'll have twenty bodies there in a heartbeat. Sure. None of them have any skills. Right. How do they learn uh, the skills? That's the thing. You most of our foremen down here are nothing more than body watchers. They don't ha- have the skills themselves to pass on. Uh. So it's 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 extremely bad. You know so. We need people like you, Ron, or myself that have done this for a long time to train these youngins. Yep. Yep. So. Did you have any skills, Alex, before you started with DNR? Um, not many. I mean, I could do flooring, but I pretty much learned everything as I was going along. But uh, I work with a great crew of guys, so it all worked well, out. Well, your dad helped you and you were in, in I've in learned a little school. bit. Yeah, a little bit from him. Yeah. But um, another big thing is uh, there's no trade schools anymore. They don't offer that in high schools. And uh, I didn't even know right. about them until I got to DNR and I heard about them. So there's not any options out there to start doing this at a young age unless, of course, you know somebody or your father's doing it, you know, family member along those lines. Yeah. yeah. So I joined uh, the Collier County is where I live. So Collier Building Industry Foundation. Mm-hmm. I recently got on their board and that's exactly what we are focusing on is education so that's what we're doing we're working with community colleges and all that to begin their programs and start doing this training for these guys that you know they're in college and are like you know this isn't for me but i you know i don't want to go work at mcdonald's tomorrow i want to do something right and why not learn a career Uh, if you want to pick electrical or plumbing or framing and carpentry trim carpentry, roofing, concrete work, masonry. You can pick one of those, or you could get into remodeling and learn them all. So it's Should up to you. be continued. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more right after this. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room. But I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday. At MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a choice. Uh, uh, you'll have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Also, if you're just listening to that last spot there, the ISEA, the Illinois Solar Energy Association, they're having that raffle for the Tesla Model X. And that raffle runs until November 29th. 
and the winning ticket will be drawn on December 5th. Each ticket's $100, and you can get discounted tickets the price of three. Uh, you can get four tickets for the price of three. And there's only $2,500 or 2,500 tickets being sold. And, and what's the website? It's not ISEA. IllinoisSolar.org. So if you go to That's IllinoisSolar.org, you union. can sign up and 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 pick up those uh, those tickets. So again, they're uh, and end of next month, they're going to be done. So uh, get your tickets now. Yes, Robbie. We have an email. You have an email? I don't understand it. Okay, we also got a phone call. You want to do the phone call first and then the email, or they're both on the same topic? Okay, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm very confused. So, Rob, I'm very confused. Okay, so let's do. Let's go to Bill first, and then we'll do the email. Okay. How's that? Fair? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Bill, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, it's good talking to you. Um, so I want to tag on. I am. I'm a retired community college teacher. I've seen a lot of vocational education come and go. Uh-huh. Uh, I live in Chicago. What school were you at? I was at uh, Harry S. Truman Community College. Okay. That's one of the city colleges? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. So in any case, um, yeah, uh, getting young people into the trades, I want to just sort of go, uh, hook onto two things. One was um, Alex's statement about how he got in, and what he points out is that in a lot of small uh, enterprises and in the trades and some other uh, occupations, um, there is a generational, intergenerational tradition of working in these areas. And um, that means that the more likely your family was in the business, the more likely you'll be in it, which is raises some problems. The second is that these are small businesses and they hire informally, which means you get hired because you know somebody. Mm-hmm. And the people that are doing the hiring are hiring people whose uh, similarity to themselves, based on culture, interests, morals, values, traditions, is uh, fairly close. Now, uh, I want to also look at what uh, Rich said about his area. Uh, you can't find white kids who are going to go into this. <laughs> He's probably right. Uh-huh. No, it now, sounds blunt or okay, bad, but I it's live not meant that way. It's okay, more of a okay. fact. I, I know it's a fact. It's a, it is truly a fact. It's a fact in Chicago. Um, but I also have grown up in Chicago. I'm old enough to be retired. And one thing that I have observed is the building trades, part of the reason they're in this mess is they have a generation's, decades-long history of racism. Hmm. They moved out of the city of Chicago, closed Washburn uh, Trade School, move to the yeah. suburbs to keep from letting blacks into the trade. So, yes, you're not going to find white kids. Do you think that's and, why they closed uh, Washburn? The guy that they taught me what I know here. went to Washburn, and by the time he taught me, that was gone already. So I don't know. I just, and why they went was because they were pressured as a result of lawsuits to open up to blacks. And they closed rather than do that because the culture of the trades huh. I, was white so, ethnic. And well, I maybe think that's, that's a fact. I think that's changed. I would think that's changed a lot because I, mean, uh-huh. I don't care about your race, color, creed, or you know anything yeah. on a job. I'm not talking about if you know race. what you're doing. I'm not yeah. accusing you. Yeah, I'm not accusing yeah. you. Yeah. That's the way I'm it was. You're probably a very smart person, um, and you're an open person. I'm saying this is the condition. This is the condition. It's not about personalities. It's about the institution <laughs> of the trade. 
It is an institutional problem, and I'm just sharing that with you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if the trade trade unions collectively are interested in doing something to build a future, they need to start looking at the problem of un- lack of training, of job training, lack of opportunity for young blacks. Yeah. And if they don't want to do that, uh, what's going to happen is, one, they're going to see a perpetuation of non-union hiring of the sort you, Rich, talked about in Florida, mm-hmm. the lack of union jobs, and eventually uh, every place will become essentially uh, the red state south, where unions yeah. just have no fighting chance, and exploited, often immigrant, often undocumented yep. immigrant labor is going to do your construction, and they're going to do it pretty much up to the standard that people want. Um, whether it I mean, is... I could argue that. Standard. I could show you pictures. You mean claim they can do? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. telling you what I observe and what are facts. No, and I think you're spot on. I really and, do. Uh, you guys just need to be aware. And also, I guess I'm telling this to your listeners who uh, may not have thought about it and uh, may not know. Yeah. So, you know, I love you guys. I listen all the time. And I, I, you know, have my agreements, disagreements about little trifling things. But you guys have really been helpful to me. And uh, I uh, appreciate the program. I'm up every yeah. Saturday at 7. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was I'm hard sorry. for me today. That's what yeah. retired people do. They get up early. No. So let me ask you about city colleges. So they no longer offer... Well, I, uh, Humboldt. No, there are some programs. There are. Some I mean, city colleges is like a group of six or seven oh, okay. colleges. That's seven, what I meant. City seven, colleges of Chicago. Yeah. Well, they have certain programs. There's a HVAC program. There's an auto tech program. Um, there are some other technologies that are offered. The problem is that the kind of skills that train electricians, that train. Uh, uh, carpenters that train the various building trades, bricklaying and so forth, just are not offered. Right. And while the unions have, uh, I, I, I think I commented about the, with you, uh, Robbie, I, we think exchanged emails about the um, company reaching out to the tech schools, uh, tech programs in high school. Right. And, um, they need to also maybe partner more with um, with the city colleges, and uh, because I think that there's always this issue about how to construct facilities, how to get qualified trainers, and how to then transition the kids who will be uh, largely uh, non-white minorities into the jobs and uh, getting those barriers out of the way. The other thing which started back in the day and has been kind of discontinued is working more with community organizations in the neighborhoods where the workforce needs to be developed to set up uh, training, which means, uh, for example, in a place like Englewood, training young people by means of rehabilitating salvageable properties which have been left vacant. In that neighborhood. claiming them. And, and learning on the job to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yes, that's it. I, I think okay. it's a, that's so a that's great point. That's what I wanted to talk about. Great. Just, to, just to share some context of what the problem is and to speak for those who generally don't uh, necessarily call in and 
It is a problem, yeah, and no, that's why it, and we have this conversation so. today. Yeah. All right. I appreciate the phone call, Bill. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Part of the problem, too, is that people are telling their kids they have to go to college. Oh, sure. Well, that's, I think, and that's where he was touching on where most of it was generational. Like if your dad was in the trades, you kind of went into the trades, so it stayed like that. And I think what happened was, I'd say into the 70s, where my father did not come to me and say, you're going to go into the trades. They wanted us to go to, to college because they didn't want us to have to work as hard as my dad did. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot to be said for that work. I mean, yes, working construction can be physically demanding and all that. But it's also extremely rewarding. I did construction for 30 years. I've been driving a desk for the last six. Yep. I'd rather be outside swinging a hammer than sitting at a damn desk. But you know what I mean? Well, and, and here's and here's the transition for you that I had to go through a few years ago is because when I got done at the end of the day, I could stand back and go, look what I did. And, yeah, and and you could see what you had accomplished for the end of the day. When you start driving a desk, all you see is the pile of paper that went from this side of your desk to the other side. That's yeah. all you get to see. So you don't you don't get that gratification at the end of the day like you Agreed. do when you're in the field. No. So, but for you. And, and what I had to look at was over time. Now, I don't get that gratification at the end of the day. I get it at the end of the year, at three years, five years, to see what we've built, what we've accomplished yes. over that longer period of time. So if, if you look at when you started with your company and where you and are now. Built into. And look Absolutely. what you've built now. Now you've got something to look at. So, well, But it's a, different, it's a different way of looking at what you're doing. I know, but it's but the other problem you have is that the brain still wants to go swing a hammer. <laughs> oh, yeah. The body goes, you're uh, an idiot. That no. is not going to happen anymore. And yeah. I mean, you know, I've done it where I went and when I framed a stage, you know, I went and swung a hammer for like eight hours. I thought yeah. I was going to die. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not in shape like that anymore. You get too old for it. Go, go, Robbie. I really can't remember. <laughs> okay. So, yes, but that that's the thing is, you know. Um, oh, I know. We Go ahead. Um, you are open to, to Bill who called before about, you know, hiring more people. You've hired many people who don't show up or oh, yeah. who show up and don't do the job. So there's also has to be something with discipline taught from oh, yeah, a, the work a ethic. Pa- from the work ethic. Work. Yeah, the parents whole... have to teach this as well. Yep. Exactly. Ron and yep. other companies are ready to hire young people. They, they don't necessarily they, want to work. If they can show up at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Two days in a row, even. <laughs> this is we'll be back. Mighty House. Mighty oh, House will return. something I eat I go out where the air is not so sweet a porta john I drop my tools and I run like the wind to that tiny shack that's six feet from the street a porta john the porta john Risky place, I know. Cause if you light a match, the thing might blow. The Porta John. Come on, Alex, you don't like that? As great as all those facts are, 
Yeah. Watching you two do that at the same time, it was like you guys were really loving it, enjoying it, and I'm just standing over here like, what's going on? Because we're really getting it's into... sort of repulsive, isn't it? Because we're getting into singing a Porter John song. We sing so well together. Yeah. It's amazing. Wait until we do the... Um, Huh? The Tool song, the hardware store song. Oh, yeah, no. That, yeah. That's our favorite song. It, yours? The Porta John. The eye contact. The Porta John. There you go. With that, I think we're just going to roll that song up right now, and we'll call that done. Podcasts of previous shows. We're never singing again together. (laughs) Podcasts of previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart, 265. Turn around, Robbie. Go. Smart, 265. And Maggie Rad, that's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. You can give us a call on the Mr. Fleur helpline also. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Fleur cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFleur.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, first and last name, email address, scroll on down, and click on Boom, Done. Please. And I think we're, we're going to give one of these uh, Crescent tool bags away on there. I think we ought to do yes, that next week. on the newsletter. So, yeah, you're going to have to join the newsletter to find out how to win one uh-huh, of the uh-huh, Crescent uh-huh, bags. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, we'll have that information in the newsletter coming up next week. So how can people uh, sign up for that newsletter, Rich? You go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, put in your first and last name, scroll in your email address, scroll on down and click on Boom, Done. Boom, Done. And we're not going to mail you a whole bunch of other junk. It's just going to be the nope, newsletter. No, once a week. Once That's it. Just on like Friday. That. You'll just know who's coming on the show. Like, you didn't know Kumar was coming on today. Yeah. And you had a link to him. Yeah. And all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, George um, wants us to know that the Smart Local 265, hold on. Yep. There you go. Ta-da! These guys? Has a tin hers. Tin hers. Tin hers? Tin hers program for the ladies. Oh, excellent. George, what kind of program is it for the ladies? <laughs> Training. Oh, I thought it was a program for the ladies. No, it's just it's just uh, HVAC <laughs> training. Okay. And Anthony says... Anthony? Anthony. Oh, I thought you said Anthony. I said Anthony. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Says there's a lot of college shaming going on. If you're in the trades, people look down on you with no degree. Bunch of bull BS. Andrew, can I say Well, that and I've said it before. I still think if you a ask good me, path what he would said. be to get in the trades when you're young, but you know, and then go to uh, community college. Like Alex, right? He's working for you, but I would go to community college in the meantime and at least get try to work towards an associate's in business. Yep. Because he can work for you and learn all those skills over 10 or 15 years. And at that point, he's getting too old to swing the hammer or, you know, go to work each day like that. So he can start a company. But now he has the resources and the knowledge to do it successfully. Yep. You know what? Unfortunately, most people start a company with no business knowledge whatsoever. Right here. So they just, I got money in the checkbook. I'm still in business. But you're not doing it right. You're not planning for retirement. You know, you're just getting by. And so you need to address both. So even if you have a trade school, they should not just be teaching you plumbing, electric, whatever. They should be teaching you business management and accounting. Well, well, you know what's funny, too, is uh, the college kids, 
they can uh, complain about us tradesmen all they want, but I won't have all that college debt. They will. <laughs> so they can complain totally and talk true. all they want. Yep, there you, you go. Know, you mentioned something interesting. So young people joining, what's the toll it takes on your body? When did you start, Ron? And are you, you know, aches and pains and... No, no. My knees don't hurt. My hands don't right. cramp up. I mean, none of that stuff happens. No, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Right, Alex? Yeah, you got to thin out the herd with the trades. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I actually am probably survive. in better shape than a lot of guys, yeah. but still yeah. not what you want to do. My knees, my oval, my shoulder. You know, uh, electricians, you know, they go through uh, you know, by the shoulders, time they're in yeah, their 50s. Cuffs, big yep. time. Then electricians, they're what is right? They, their shoulders blow out after rotator from pulling cuff. wires all the for all those years. Their rotator cuffs are bunk. Really? It, yeah. You'll find them. They'll, they'll, if they're in their 50s, they've had a rotator cuff. I mean, but think about it. If you're sitting in a desk all day, you know, you end up gaining a ton of weight. Your back hurts. You know, you end up having all these health issues, you know, related to being lazy. I mean, <laughs> no, hey, wait. You, you just know. called Rich lazy. You know, <laughs> you just called Rich lazy. Thank you. He's a, he's a veteran. No, actually, of the I, I like where he's going with this because, in all honesty, that's exactly it. I get up every morning, I do seven miles on a bike. Uh huh. I do light weights. And then that, that, you know, and I have breakfast and I get in a shower and I go to work, but he's absolutely right. If I just sat on my butt behind that desk, yes, you get a wide butt. You're going to have heart conditions. No, you need to get out and be busy. So I totally agree with Alex. You've got to work towards it. Yeah. All right. Who do we got on the phone there, Andrew? Uh, we have Ed from Beach Park who okay. won the Klein Tool giveaway last month. Oh, excellent. All right, cool. Uh, put him on. But he's got a question. He's talking about a light outside his house. Okay. So. It's the sun, Ed. <laughs> the, the light outside <laughs> is the sun. <laughs> there you go, Ed. What? What? Yeah. How do you turn it off? Just give it a few hours. Yeah. It's Chicago. All right. Awesome. Oh. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the help. All right. Right. No. <laughs> I, I, I got a halogen light on the back of my house. Okay. It's an old halogen with the bulb and everything. Yeah. And I don't know where the switch is to turn this thing on and off. I don't know if the bulb is blown out. I'm looking at it right here. It says, before messing with this thing, go turn the switch off. Yes. I don't know where the switch is. But How it, do I trace it back? So, you guys, put the little thing in the socket that makes the beeping noise, and you go to the panel and turn them off. Yeah, so they, they actually do make a, a circuit tracer for it. The other thing, does it have like a motion sensor on it or anything? It does not. I want to put a new one up with a motion sensor is what I want to do. Okay. So then uh, they, they do make a circuit tracer that you can put on there. The other thing is you could just go buy a new light fixture or buy one of the cheapy ones with a light bulb in it and go ahead and wire it up and turn the breaker off for it, wire it up, and then you have to walk around the house and turn but on. But he doesn't know where the breaker is. Well, then you turn I don't know exactly. I don't know which one it is. Exactly. So if you touch the black and white wire together, you'll know <laughs> no, which no, breaker no, it is. No, 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 no. No, don't, don't do that. No. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I've been listening for a while. I know that much. <laughs> So, uh, so, but you don't know where the switch is for this, huh? No, I do not. Okay. Now, there is a switch that does nothing, but I can only assume, and you know what assume means, right. that I'm going to die if I touch that switch and turn this over here, you know? Right, right, right. So, then, um, the only thing to do is you can go turn all the breakers off. Right now, you know it's okay. Um, just leave the main on. Don't turn that one off. But it's daylight out, so you'll be able to find it. Just turn everything off. Go up there, take that apart, and then just wire in a temp outlet. That has that you can a temporary uh, socket. Just a light bulb, right? So you can put a light a bulb pigtail. in. Pigtail. 
And then okay. you can go and then you can go downstairs, turn all the breakers back on, and then walk around and make sure, you know, figure out what switch it is. Before you and, and make sure that bulb is good before you start doing this. Because I've done this, pulled a, a bulb out of the truck and the bulb's busted. And I not knowing I'm chasing around looking for it. And finally I realized that actually the bulb I was testing with was bad. So. Well, at least you bill by the hour. Yes, exactly. So test <laughs> test that bulb first before you turn everything off and t- and, and do that. So um, if you don't have all the other testing equipment that you can put on there and the tracers, which most people don't have that stuff, this is just the other way to do it. Right. Well, see, now Ed here is the okay. winner of last week's, you know, last month's tool. Okay. So he needed the one from the month prior. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Because that one you could have hooked up and it would have told you what breaker it was on. Yeah. So that's okay. Uh, if, you, if you're interested, there's a tr- uh, circuit tracer from Klein Tools that you can uh, go purchase and they have those at uh, the big box stores. They've got them at Idlewood Electric, um, places like that. So um, it, it's up to you if you want to invest in that money. But a light bulb is also a cheap tester. Right. I figured as much. I didn't know which. Now, let me see the question. Just, okay, so with the halogen bulbs, you can't touch them, right? So if I just go buy a new halogen bulb, slap it in here with some rubber gloves on or something, and hit, hit that switch, if it works, it's going to work, right? Yep, exactly. Yep. So yeah, those okay, are the ones you you're, yeah, you not, But I don't know. I wouldn't put another halogen bulb in there. I'd go to LED. It's far brighter and uses way less electricity. Go yep. get a nice LED outdoor fixture with a, a motion sensor and slap that up in there. Or not motion, but uh, well, photo cell. But, but I'm saying to test this one. Just I to test just one. Out the halogen bulb with another halogen bulb. Yes. Yes. Hit that switch. Yep. Yep. You could. You could do that too. And uh, just make sure that you use. Uh, some uh, some paper or, you know, usually it comes in a sleeve. It'll, rubber, it'll have right. a plastic sleeve on it, so leave that plastic sleeve on the light bulb and go ahead and put the fixture, the light bulb in, and then take the plastic off. If you plug it in and it, the power's on, then you'll melt that plastic on it and the thing will pop right away. So uh, make sure you have do make I sure that the fixture... I never those things. They're too hot. Yeah, halogen bulbs are really, really hot. And uh, so... Right, right. I do want to change to an LED motion yep. sensor. This is just it's probably thirty years old sitting up here, you know. Yep. yep sure. Yep. So yeah, you can try it with so a you can try a, a new halogen bulb in it too if you want. Yeah, that should, that might work as a tester. I hit the switch a couple of times, see what happens, and yep. then. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. All cool. right. All right. Thanks, All Ed. Right, that's a big help. Thanks, Ed. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks, Ed. Yes, Robbie. Ten seconds into it, I was lost. I'm like, <laughs> how do I replace a bulb? And then I look up, and you're still talking. <laughs> What the heck is that all about? Well, he was trying. So you get on the ladder, you hold on the bulb, you get your four employees to grab the four corners of the ladder, and they turn counterclockwise, thus removing the bulb. Yeah, I mean, come on! It was oh like a five-minute conversation. On but we were trying, he, but he couldn't find the switch for that light fixture. So now, how do you do it without? See, Robbie calls. That's what she. That she needs to fix that. She picks up her phone and. Do, 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 do. In, a, in a second ago, didn't she just complain about she knows things? Yeah. Got my Tesla and raffle you know tickets nothing. while we were talking. <laughs> what happened? Spinner. <laughs> I'm not digging you very much, Spinner. Wow. So I met a young you know, guy last night. Can you give night. it a couple days before you start being rude to me, like Rich? I will not be no. rude to you. Job, mom. <laughs> All right, with that, we'll be back to close the show up. It's over, man. Oh, it's over. (laughs) This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. In a world where every day, Joe.
go without a mother. No! We'll change it all. And you do the windmill thing with your arm. Robbie Earhart is office wife, office husband. That works. Job mom. Job mom. Follow Robbie Earhart on Twitter. Hashtag job mom. Coming this summer from the creators of Job Mom. All the jobs are monopolized. <laughs> and one man is running the show. I don't want to do it today. Rich Cowgill is. I don't give a damn. The job father. Does almond milk and soy milk actually taste okay? I have some of the largest bar tabs in history. And I'll walk out of any place that has karaoke. But I'm telling you. Done. The job father. Remember, follow Robbie Earhart on Twitter at hashtag job I am so excited. Uh Uh-oh. I have an email. Somebody is finally answering my question. What question was that? I will (laughs) take a breath, brother. Come back on the caffeine a little. Here I come to save the day. Here they come to save the day. This is Mighty House. Is that acceptable there, fresh meat? I really enjoyed that. That was like the best of Robbie Earhart in like 90 seconds. (laughs) Job mom is the best of Robbie Earhart. It's an important job. Job. Yeah. Can I say that word S U C K? Can you talk into your microphone? So you hear <laughs> well, there's the best clip ever. <laughs> Can you talk into your We're microphone? broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday. Mightyhouse.net, tunein.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go over to MightyHouse.net and just click on the Contact Us page. You know, put in your first, last name, email address, and scroll on down. Click on Boom Done. And we're going to have a special giveaway at the on the newsletter next week, right? We're going to give. We are. We're we, going to give away the clank. No, the um, tool bag. Yes. Uh, but we haven't figured out. I mean, we're going to come up with something we'll discuss after the show, and it yep. will be in the newsletter that you will have to respond or do something. I yes. Don't know. Yes, we'll it won't ha- be any big deal. We, we'll have a minor little hoop for you to jump through, but it'll be all the information is going to be in the newsletter, and that's how you're going to win the uh, Crescent Tool Bag. We've actually got two to give away, so we'll we'll have to figure that out. All the information will be in the newsletter, and uh, if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter again, how they do that, Rich? Go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, uh-huh. and then put your first and last name, your email address, and you click on Boom Done. Right there, you go. Okay. Habitat for Humanity drywall mm-hmm. build. It's uh, Mighty House drywall team is going to be Friday, October 11th, and uh, from 6 to 10. We're going to go out and hang drywall with Kim from uh, Habitat for Humanity. And uh, we've got 11 or 12 people coming out on our team, way more than I thought we were going to. So that's good. Well, that's good because you're going to have four hours of pure enjoyment hanging drywall. Oh, yeah. And... You know, Robbie will be out there. We're, Fresh Meat's coming out there. He's going to bring some equipment. We're going to do some uh, Facebook Live stuff. So um, we should. No, we I should... think that's awesome. I that That's something I would truly like to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Hanging drywall? Come on. We get to. We'll put a roto zip in your hand, let you cut some outlets and some can lights. Yes. Do we have the four star hotel for her to sleep? To get her beauty sleep, like she was talking about last week, or sleep yes. in the unit next you door. You know what that I was thinking? I need. Yeah. I need a driver. Okay. 
not because bringing my car there. I would offer, but I'm not. How are you getting there? Um, you I'm make sure your train. car's cleaned out oh, if you're please. coming there. The no, and then someone just picks me up, Uber drives me there, like drives me back. Okay. I need a driver. Okay, and then so. Just, well, if you come to the shop, I'll I'll drive you out there and drive you back. But you drive me back to the shop. I need somebody driving me back to my house. You need oh, so you need picked up. Okay. That's a driver. Okay, so just real quick, I was telling my husband the other day, there's somebody we know who is like kind of getting into the music biz, and I'm like, it's going to be great, you know? I could be like a roadie. And he goes, no, you'd be stage mom. I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Band mom. Yeah, there you go. I'm like, I'm not cool? No, you're not. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You're not. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. I'm not either. It's okay. I can't believe you just said I'm not cool. Rich? Was her? Is she cool? Rich? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we'll find out if you're cool hanging drywall this Friday. I'm cool. From 6 to 10. Right. <laughs> so watch Facebook, watch Twitter, uh, Periscope, YouTube. We're going to be up on all that stuff, hopefully, and be firing out some uh, how-to stuff and uh, going over everything. Like I said, I think there's 11 or 12 people showing up. So Job, Mom. Should be a lot of Did fun. Did you see... I was. I just had something pop up. So, Dodge is coming out with a Barracuda in 2020. Oh yeah. Yeah, you should see pictures of this thing. Holy cow! Is it a cross ret- between a Mustang, Camaro, and a? Is it a Corvette. retro? Is it a retro? Yeah, a bit retro. Oh, Very cool. excellent. So I don't know if it's legit though, or if it's just a you know show car promo thing. But, Got it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I distracted. Oh well, I have a comment. Yeah. Anthony. Anthony. What'd you call him? Earlier? Anthony. Antony, Antony, great show again, except for the picnic basket segment. <laughs> you know. She's coming after you, Antony. Be careful. I can quit. No, you can't. You're not happy. <laughs> I like the picnic basket. Segment. See, now you stand up and people can't even see your face because he's not paying attention. You got to sit back no, down. No, he's not paying attention. No. There's two of them back there and neither of them are paying attention to right, me. But they're chatting. Me, 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 me. I'm sorry, Rich. Uh-huh. It's all fine. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Until next Saturday. <laughs> Good. There you right? go. Right? Yeah. Cool. All right. So uh, we talked about that. The drywall thing going up on Friday. Oh, Pastor T's coming out too, Rich. <gasps> oh, is he? Really? Yeah. Well, then you, you've already got your photographer lined up. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor T will be there. He went, He said, should I bring my drywall lift and all this stuff? I was like, no, 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 no. I think they're going to have all the tools there. So, What? All you need is two two-by-fours for right. ceilings. Well, and if you've got 11 people, it's pretty easy. Just lift it, hold it in place, and start screwing it in there. You know? No, I, I agree. So, But that's okay. I, I, would, I would assume, because they're starting at 6 in the morning and then they're building for 24 hours, I would like to assume that all the ceilings would be hung by 6 p.m. The lids are done? They're not going to just stick you in a fresh room? I would think that they would ha- go around and hang all the ceilings, right? Wouldn't you? And and uh, then start the walls? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I know one thing. We saved the closets for last because that's where you burn all the scrap. Yes, but exactly. you don't use one-foot pieces, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the best part about doing this drywall job, you know what that's going to be, Rich? Walking out. No, 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 no. I don't have to tape it. Oh, uh, true story. That's going to be the best part of the whole thing. So. Just do popcorn ceilings and walls. Oh, how gross is that? All right. 
Well, the music has started, and uh, ooh, look at that! Spinner's on the on the board now. Oh my gosh! Spinner's made it. He's 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 trying to figure out how to run things. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and in our Mighty House YouTube channel. And for the Klein Tool of the Month, uh, it's going to be the 8-in-1 Insulated Interchangeable Screwdriver Set. You're going to have to call Trixie next week and get signed up for that. We'll be giving it away for the month of October. Uh, the conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, one more time, they're going to win a, uh, a they'll have a, a chance to win the uh, Crescent Bags. Crescent Tool Bags. So you want to go to MightyHouse.net, go to our Contact Us page, first, last name, email address, scroll on down and click on Boom, Done. Details will be in there next Friday. There you go. Follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. Uh, you can look for the show sponsors on MightyHouse.net. Just look for the Mighty House team page. Next week, we're going to talk to Brandon uh, to find out about Airbnb and whether or not it's worth it. Really? Well, yeah. Mighty House Tip of the Week. Clutter Clarity in between that. We'll be taking your calls. Thanks to Kumar Jensen from the city of uh, Evanston. For Trixie, Andrew, Spinner, Rich Cowgill, and Robbie Earhart, and the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Cowgill. Keep it square and level. Until, Until next Saturday. Saturday. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.